Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am your host, Steve Jacot, and going to walk you through the Flyers week ahead for the week of November 8th. Pretty good week for the Flyers last week. I mean, very disappointing Penguins game, but they still got a point out of that game. They got five points out of three games, and that's pretty impressive. That's exactly what you want this team to be doing. Again, Should have been six points, but nice win over the Capitals and took care of business against the Coyotes. It's a real tough week ahead for the Flyers, unfortunately, this week. And I think the whole month of November is pretty difficult for this team. But let's see what they can do. Let's see what they got. Starting Wednesday the 10th, Toronto Maple Leafs, 7.30. That game is on NHL Network, Sportsnet, TVAS, and NBC Sports Philadelphia. And it is Military Appreciation Night. Friday the 12th, the Flyers head down south to take on the Carolina Hurricanes, 7 p.m. That's on BSSO and NBC Sports Philadelphia. And then Saturday the 13th, at Dallas, 8 p.m., BSSW, NBC Sports Philadelphia. Again, weird scheduling from the NHL, but when is it ever not weird? A couple days off, then playing Toronto at home, and then skip a day and going to Carolina, and then immediately going to Dallas? Like, that's just not fair. I don't like that at all, but whatever. That's the apples, them's the breaks, and the Flyers gotta deal with it. As for your Philadelphia Flyers, they are currently 6-2-2, 14 points, tied for third in the Metro with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Washington Capitals. Top scorers on the Flyers, well, a couple familiar names at the top. Sean Couturier, Coots, 12 points, 5 goals, 7 assists. Also looking familiar, Claude Giroux, 12 points, 5 goals, 7 assists. Wow. Oh, wow. G and Coots, same goal totals, same assist totals, and just kicking ass as always. I, I just love to see it. Love to see those guys producing. They are just doing great right now and hopefully will continue to roll like they have been. Next up is Cam Atkinson, 8.6 goals, 2 assists. Had a real hot start, has cooled off a little bit, but hopefully Cam can get back on track and score some ridiculous goals. Not even, like, ridiculous, like, wow, look at that, I don't know, look look at that top-shelf shot. It's just ridiculous, like, sloppy, like, falling into the net, but, uh, you know, it's you love to see it. Cam's a lot of fun. Hopefully he gets back on track with that. Did have an assist in this past week, though. Travis Konechny, TK, the jerk store himself, 8 points, 4 goals, 4 assists, doing really well playing with Drew and Couturier. Derek Broussard, 7 points, 2 goals, 5 assists, and tied with Broussard for 5th on the team right now is Justin Braun? Justin Braun? 7 points for Brauner, 1 goal, 6 assists. I am shocked. I guess just getting the extra minutes with Ryan Ellis out of the lineup right now is really helping Braun, and uh, I love it. I love it. Not expected at all, but... I'll take it all day, every day. Projected lines per cap friendly, Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, and Travis Konechny on the top line. Joel Farabee, Derek Broussard, Cam Atkinson, the fab line for the second line. Oscar Lindblom, Oscar Boy, Scott Lawton, 
and JVR on the third line, and then your fourth line with Patrick Brown, Nate Thompson, and Zach McEwen. We are hoping, and we'll get into this a little bit more in a moment with injuries, that maybe this will be shuffled up a little bit soon with, uh, you know, Kevin Hayes uh, kind of get, getting back in the flow of things. That'd be really nice. That would really help things. And I know Wade Allison has skated a little bit, and if we can see both those guys in, this lineup is a lot more dynamic all of a sudden. And they're doing pretty good already. On defense, we currently have Ivan Provorov and Justin Braun. Travis Sanheim and Rasmus Ristolainen, Keith Yandel and Nick Sealer. Although Sealer just went to the minors, we're going to see. Hopefully Ryan Ellis is back this week. That would also be a big boost to this team. Uh, not a big boost to, to Justin Braun's offensive numbers that are shockingly high, but we will all take it with a Yandel-Braun third pairing. Nick Sealer has really done a, a stand-up job in there, but... You know, he's a seven guy, right? Like he's he's your he's your like quad A player. He's not exactly the guy you want in there every night. Getting Ryan Ellis back would be a huge boost as well. Goaltending Carter Hart currently three two and two nine twenty six save percentage two four one GAA and a shutout. Great start for Carter Hart. Not always getting the offensive support. I'm looking at the Pittsburgh game specifically that you'd really hope for, but really like what I'm seeing from Carter Hart so far. Really nice bounce back so far from last season. Martin Jones, Mr. Jones Day himself, 3-0-0, save percentage, 1-6-7 GAA. Really impressive start for Martin Jones, a guy who was a big question mark for Flyers fans when the team signed him for the backup position in the offseason. Maybe Chucky Two Trades knew exactly what he was doing there because he's just been knocking it out of the park so far. Really good start for Martin Jones, and he looked great in that Capitals game this past week. Injury-wise, Wade Allison still out indefinitely with an ankle sprain. Ryan Ellis currently day-to-day with a lower body injury. Kevin Hayes still dealing with his abdominal injury. And Samuel Morin is still dealing with his knee surgery. So uh, hope, hopefully seeing a couple of these guys back, specifically Hayes and Ellis soon. Obviously don't want Hayes to rush back because he's such a pivotal part of this team at the second-line center position. And Ryan Ellis, I mean... Just get healthy, man. Come back when you're healthy. Come back when you're 100%. He is... If the Flyers are going to make any sort of run in the postseason, and I know that's looking way ahead at this point because we're only in the second month of the season, but if the Flyers are going to make a run, Ryan Ellis is key. Your first Flyers opponent of the week is the Toronto Maple Leafs, the only hockey team in the world, according to the Canadian media. 7-4-1, 15 points, second in the Atlantic, and... It's funny to, to talk about that record just now and, you know, look at all the numbers we're about to see and think about how much this team was considered to be struggling early on. This is a very good hockey team, a, a just a loaded offensive team. And, you know, they had a, a little bit of struggle and the media kind of freaked out about it. But this is just too talented of a hockey team to really keep down. And it's going to be a tough matchup for the Flyers. Top scorers, you have John Tavares, 12 points, 6 goals, 6 assists. Always a dangerous threat in there is John Tavares. Mitch Marner, 12 points, 3 goals, 9 assists. And that's a guy who was specifically being pointed out as struggling. And now looks like he's catching on fire just in time to play your Philadelphia Hockey Flyers. Oh, God, why? William Nylander, 10 points, 5 goals, 5 assists. Austin Matthews, 8 points, 5 goals, 3 assists. And Morgan Riley, 8 points, all assists for Mr. Riley over there. Projected lines per cap friendly, Michael Bunting, Austin Matthews, and William Nylander on the top line. Alexander Kerfoot, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner on the second line. Good lord, what a top six. Woof. 
Pierre Engvall, David Kampf, and Andre Cache. Nick Ritchie, Jason Spezza, and Wayne Simmons is your fourth line. That's your fourth line? Woo! And always tough to play the Wayne train. I hope he just does like a, a 24-hour flu when he comes here. Like, he can get the standing ovation, but I don't want Wayne Simmons to get the flu. Obviously not. But I don't want to see him. I don't want to... I hate playing against Wayne Simmons. He's just one of my all-time favorite flyers, and he's just such a stand-up guy and such a great guy. I, I don't want to play against him. I don't want... Like, can you imagine if he's out there fighting, like, uh, Madman McEwen over there? Oh, I think I'm going to be rooting for Wayne Simmons. I don't want to do that. I don't want to root for a Leaf to beat a flyer, but I might if it comes down to it. On defense, the Leafs have Morgan Riley and Travis Dermott. You have Rasmus Sandin and Timothy Liljegren. I had to look that up. I know. Shocking, right? You hear my pronunciations every week. This man's a professional pronunciation guide, and that's not the case. It's not the case. I know it's shocking. Goaltending, Jack Campbell, 6-2-1-9-3-6, save percentage, and a 1-8-8 GAA. Mr. Campbell, they call him Soup. He is really damn good. That's going to be tough. Peter Morazic, you might remember him from such productions as the Flyers a few years ago when they had about uh, 65 goaltenders or so. Peter Morazic, 1-1-0-8-7-7, save percentage, and a 4-2-0 GAA. Not great numbers, despite the amusing goal against average for Mr. Morazic. Still can't turn left, and he's hurt right now. On top of that, he has a uh, groin injury, which is never fun, on the IR. And probably will not get the good fortune to face him this week. We're probably going to be stuck with Jack Campbell. Michael Hutchison is currently the backup. He's 0-1-0-8-5-7 save percentage for 5-7 GAA. So fingers crossed for Michael Hutchinson, but uh, it's probably going to be Jack Campbell, especially because that seems to be a primetime game. Oh, baby. Injury-wise, we just mentioned Peter Morazic, who has a groin injury, and Ilya Mikubev currently has a thumb injury and is going to miss a few weeks. Next up is the Carolina Hurricanes. I guess speaking of Peter Morazic, the Carolina Hurricanes, there is some connective tissue there. And this is a goddamn good team. 9-1-0, 18 points. They just got their first regulation loss, their first loss at all. It's Hurricanes are good this year. They were really good last year, and they, they look to be continuing that success. Their top scorers, Andre Savechnikov, 14 points, 7 goals, 7 assists. Sebastian Ajo, 11 points, 5 goals, 6 assists. Vincent Trocek, 10 points, 3 goals, 7 assists. Anthony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo, 10 points, 2 goals, 8 assists. I hate that this is working out for them. I hate that he's doing well. He is the worst. Tuvo Teravainen, 9 points, 2 goals, 7 assists. Current line projections per cap friendly, Jordan Martinuk, Sebastian Ajo, and Tuvo Teravainen on the top line. Andrei Svechnikov, Vincent Trocek, and Martin Natchez. I think that's right. I, I looked that up. That's close enough. I wanted to, my, my brain wants to say Nikas, but that, I'm not sure. It said Nechas in the pronunciation. That's where we are. Jesper, Kotki Niemi. That one I got right, and that one I had to spell out because that's, that's a long name. That's a tough one. Kotki Niemi and Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fast make up your third line. And Steven Lorenz, Derek Stepan and Seth Jarvis are your fourth line. Jacob Slavin, Ethan Bear, Brady Shea, Tony D'Angelo, Brendan Smith, and Ian Cole are your defensive pairings. Goaltending-wise, Frederick Anderson is your primary goaltender. He's 8-1-0, a 939 save percentage, and a 1-8-3 GAA. Woo-hoo, those are good numbers. Goddamn. Frederick Anderson, really, 
made a nice move from the Leafs to the Hurricanes. I guess there's another piece of connective tissue between those two teams right there. Antti Ranta, 1-0-0, 900 save percentage, 82-4-9 GAA. Injuries, currently, Jake Gardner has a hip back injury. Nito Niederreiter has a lower body injury, missing a few weeks there. Brett Pesci has an undisclosed injury, it's week to week. Antti Ranta has an upper body injury, so there is a chance we might be seeing Alex Lyon this week. And, man, that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, the the possibility of an ex-Flyer having a shutout against the Flyers is very high, but I would much rather face Alex Lyon than Frederick Anderson. And Jamison Reese has a lower body injury and is going to miss a few weeks as well. Your final Flyers opponent for the week is the Dallas Stars, and this is probably the the weakest opponent of the three, but certainly not one to sleep on. Stars are currently 4-5-2, 10 points, 5th in the Western Conference. Top scorers, Miro Heiskanen, 11 points, 2 goals, and 9 assists for Heiskanen. He's a very, very damn good player. Tyler Sagan, 7 points, 4 goals, 3 assists. Joe Pavelski, 6 points, 3 goals, 3 assists. Ryan Suter, 6 points, 1 goal, 5 assists. Ryan Suter, it's still weird to think of him as a Dallas star, and uh, mildly amusing that he went from you know the team that used to be the Minnesota North Stars and you know, from Minnesota to Dallas. It's, uh, you know, it's a fun little fact up there. And Alexander Radulov has five points, one goal, and four assists. Your projected Dallas Stars lines per cap friendly. Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, and Alexander Radulov on the top line. Jason Robertson, Rupa Hintz, and Joe Pavelski on the second line. Joel Kivaranta, Radek Faska, and Denis Gurianov on your third line. And good friend of the show, Michael Roffel. Oh, Michael Roffel. I miss Roffel sometimes. Michael Roffel, Luke Glendening, and Blake Como make up your fourth line on that team. Defensively, Ryan Suter and John Klingberg, Thomas Harley and Miro Heiskanen, and Issa Lindell and Yanni Hoppenpa make up your third pairing. As for goaltending for the Stars, Anton Kadobin is 2-2-1 with an 8.85 save percentage and a 3-2-7 GAA. Not a great start for Anton Kudobin. He needs more Bud Heavies in his life. That's what I think right there. Kudobin! Braden Holpe. I'm sorry, I just can't help but think of Street Fighter with names like that. I just can't help it. Braden Holpe is your backup 2-3-1. 9.24 save percentage, 2-4-6 GAA. So Holpe, after choosing for choosing Dallas over Philadelphia, that's that's what I, you know, I'm going to hold a grudge over that. No, I didn't really particularly want Holpe, but it's, you know, he's bouncing back nicely. Uh, whatever. I think the Flyers can take the stars regardless of who is in net. Injury-wise, Ben Bishop is the only notable injury, has a knee injury. He is currently on injured reserve. Finally, that brings us to the players of the week. Last week, I had Ivan Provorov and Oscar Lindblom, and it might, it might be my first whiff on players of the week. I mean, I had a slight success from both of these guys, but not quite what I was hoping for. Ivan Provorov and Oscar Lindblom both had one assist, and it was in the Penguins game, so they they did not fulfill the players of the week, but they're both playing well. I think Oscar Lindblom's playing great and not getting any points out of it, and it's crazy, but he's playing great. And I think Ivan Provorov's been doing a solid job this year. He's having a good year so far, so uh, no regrets on that, but a little bit of a whiff on the Players of the Week last week for me. This week, I am going for Joel Farabee and Scott Lawton, the Scoot Loot Riot himself, Scooty Loots, 
I'm thinking Farabee has, he had a hot start and he's kind of cooled off a little bit. So I think maybe this is a, a little upswing on the roller coaster ride for Joel Farabee. As for Scott Lawton, had a big goal last week. I like the way he's playing. His line is uh, one of the better Flyers lines right now. And, and I, I just got a good feeling about Scott Lawton, Mr. Psycho Killer himself. He's just, he's just got an intense look, you know, that's all it is. Just that intense look. So Farabee and Lawton are my picks for Players of the Week on this upcoming week. Folks, that's all I got for you on the Flyers forecast. One quick thing before we go. We are giving away tickets to the upcoming alumni game, the Tocket versus Holmgren alumni game. It's going to be a blast. If you would like a pair of tickets, tweet at me. The first person to tweet at me the name of my favorite phantom, my favorite Philadelphia phantom from back in the day. And your hint is... He had a very brief stint with the Flyers, only played a few games. He did get to play with Lindros and Leclerc and make a uh, an inferior Legion of Doom because Legion of Doom was never the same. Maybe with Mark Recchi, but you know. Without Michael Renberg, it's not the Legion of Doom. It just isn't. But plenty of guys tried playing with Lindros and Leclerc, and this guy was one of them, and he wore number 15. So the first person to tweet at me, at Flyperbole, with that player's name wins these tickets okay so again i want a tweet i don't want a dm okay the player again one more time played for the phantoms in the late 90s okay great phantom he played with the flyers very briefly wore number 15 and played with lindros and leclerc okay who is that player tweet at me at flyperbole Follow me at Flyperbole, follow Esteban, but, I mean, you know, it's hockey, make it Flyperbole. Also on Twitter, follow BSH Radio and Broad Street Hockey. Like us on Facebook, follow the Flyperbole Instagram for pictures of stickers that I just graffiti throughout the city of Philadelphia. Follow the Broad Street Hockey Instagram and follow the Broad Street Hockey TikTok. There is a TikTok, that's right, and you should follow it. Oh, wow. Folks, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.